Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Thinkorswim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts, so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. We're not going to run out of food, so don't panic shop. Food producers, distributors, and warehouse operators say supplies are plentiful so long as stores can be restocked. By Arian Marshall. Of the many ways in which the novel coronavirus has changed American life, one of the most peculiar has been the traditional trip to the grocery store. For many families, the weekly or biweekly errand has turned into a nightmarish waiting game, peppered by acute fears of infection. Lines of panicked shoppers, armed with shopping carts, curl around parking lots in Southern California Costco's, Safeways in Metro Washington, D.C., and Publix outlets in the Florida Panhandle. Inside, some shelves are bare and some items, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, frozen food, are missing. The spreading orders for Americans to stay home have jolted a distribution system that normally directs about half of its energy to restaurants, bars, arenas, and schools that are now off-limits. Instead, nearly all of the nation's foodstuffs are now being channeled toward grocery stores, where demand is soaring for shelf-stable foods like pasta, flour, and beans, and household products like toilet paper, sanitizing alcohol, and tissues. The key players in that supply chain want you to know it is working just fine, despite a few empty shelves. We're not going to run out of food, says Fred Bowler, the president and CEO of Americold Logistics, a large operator of temperature-controlled trucks and warehouses. I promise, I promise, I promise. It just might take longer, experts say, for your favorite brand to return to your favorite store. Indeed, stuff is moving around the country, and fast. Freight Waves, a freight news and analytics company, says total freight volume this month is up 28% from February. This is a record, says CEO Craig Fuller. We've never seen that level of surge. 
The food supply chain begins with farmers. A shortfall in Chinese supplies, plus a growing sense that the U.S.-China trade war was thawing and that Chinese might resume purchases of American goods, led U.S. farmers to produce more food in recent months. Stockpiles are high, and U.S. Agriculture Department data analyzed by the Steiner Consulting Group suggests the country is set to produce more beef, pork, and chicken this year than in any year since 2000. The way you'll eat that food, though, will probably change. Purdue Farms, one of the country's largest chicken producers, has seen a significant uptick in orders from retail stores like supermarkets, as more Americans cook from home and fewer eat out. The company has shifted production to reflect that. It's preparing fewer large cuts of meat for restaurant chefs to cut and cook themselves, and putting more focus on supermarket-ready products and packaging, like smaller cuts of meat and bags of salad ready for lunch. This past weekend, Purdue Farms added Saturday shifts in some locations and says it has stepped up cleaning protocols in all offices and facilities, including cafeterias and locker rooms. Toilet paper makers say production is rolling ahead. In a statement, Georgia Pacific, the maker of AngelSoft and Quilted Northern brands, said its facilities are operating around the clock to keep up with demand. Eventually, though, Americans will buy enough toilet paper, which is when warehouses will become handy. We're going to see a glut in certain categories like toilet paper, which are going to be produced but not sold, says Fuller of Freight Waves. There are bottlenecks in the supply chain, as shoppers' runs on particular items have sent the system into overdrive. Truck drivers have taken to the Internet to complain of long lines at distribution centers where they wait to pick up or drop off loads. Lineage Logistics, the country's largest cold storage warehouse operator, is hiring 2,000 workers to help deal with the sudden crunch. Brian Beatty, the company's senior vice president of sales, says his workers are accustomed to sudden shopping blitzes ahead of a hurricane or winter storm. We're used to regional, where everyone in a specific area would load their pantry up, but never global like this, he says. The company is hoping to snap up some food service workers who have been laid off during government-mandated shutdowns. But supply chains could get seriously disrupted if some of those workers get sick. On Thursday, a worker at two of the Port of Houston's terminals tested positive for the novel coronavirus, which led to a day-long shutdown. Such hiccups can have serious consequences. The port handles more than half of the containers coming through the Gulf of Mexico. Supply chain experts see other worker-related issues down the line. As public officials working to balance the economy's engine with public health concerns weigh who should be exempted from shelter-in-place orders, the makers of consumer products want to make sure their employees are allowed to come to work. Another risk? Last week, the State Department said it would temporarily stop processing visas for seasonal workers, including some farm workers. In the meantime, those who work on supply chains say there's little reason to panic buy. Though public health experts have asked shoppers to reduce the frequency of their trips, I think you can chill out a little bit, says Fuller. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.